uh, yes, I can go to a snooker tournament and um, blow up an orange paint bomb there to protest climate change. Um, and that's more available to me than going and finding my small holding. Creating a freer society. The greenwashing conversation has been, I think, a really good step in terms of critiquing the way in which capital sells back um, its own product to people as something that could be in some way rehabilitative, um, you know, environmentally revolutionary. The I, these words like revolution are used all the time by capitalists when actual, in actual fact, the worst thing they could ever think of would be a real revolution. That's, their, that's the end of them. So I suppose the question here is about how much we deal with this as a conflict, as you're saying, that, that right to bite, the idea that you actually have to bite back first, and then how much we see this as um, a kind of, as you say, an act of love and a duty to each other. So how do we find a path between those two because I think what we see right now is those two groups are quite well represented on the edges in terms of being people who who want to retreat and go and live in a small holding with their family and then those people who want to go out in the streets and protest against big government or uh, the hyper-capitalist agenda but what happens is I think the, the normal person is left a little bit wondering what's there for me. You know, how do I toe this line that isn't a kind of radical anarchist, but also isn't someone who decides they're only going to wear linen for the rest of their life and, and goes and bakes bread in rural Ireland? You know, these, this is the question for especially for young people for whom I think the first option that kind of radical anarchist is, is I suppose, more available. And so that's perhaps the one they turn to is I, I can, uh, yes, I can go to a snooker tournament and um, blow up an orange paint bomb there to protest climate change. Um, and that's more available to me than going and finding my small holding. Yeah, it, 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 you're absolutely right. You, you need to combine keeping out the predators, but in a more gentle way. We don't need to kill them now. When mm -hmm. Maybe in, in historical times, the world was much more um, that way inclined where you actually kill them. What I'm saying is you have to can gently recognize our values are not the same and therefore if we're going to create the environment where the, where the next generation can actually thrive we need to openly say we're not going to go with globalization we're not going to go with a big state um, and therefore that which frees people up to actually change the world um, and and as you say we, we've got to focus move away from the the anarchy to to channel that energy that freedom into improving the world. Because these people, there's no question that the people in global that are trying to address the climate change, they're absolutely right. But um, they, they, they can't use violence. They, they, we've got to keep out those alien values using the right form of, um, and, and with the technology, by the way, we can do that all now because we've got the ability to create a digital ledger where everything becomes visible and this is almost uh, something i have to think about a lot um should we be completely transparent um, and have a ledger where everything is visible now people from the younger generation would say one minute i'm free I'm, I'm i'm i should really be able to um hide what i'm doing and i i've thought about this a lot. i'm not sure that's right i think the reason why people want there not to be uh, a completely open, transparent ledger is because they've been almost intimidated into feeling um, 
that the information is mine and, 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 and if I'm not succeeding, it's because it's my own fault. And therefore they are scared of almost transparency. But I think the true solution is transparency because that way um, people won't be able to hide from the consequences of their actions. I suppose there's a couple of elements here that I'd like to pick up on. One of which is that the defence that someone saying that might make is that they know, and I think we all know, that even with amazing technology like the blockchain and incredible kind of cri this crypto revolution that we're seeing as well, how how the average person is going to be monitored on those platforms is very different. And we all know this because it's happened with every type of money since time, time in memoriam. The, those at the top with the most money will find a way around that transparency. And they always have, and they always will. I mean, call me a pessimist, but I do think that's true. And they have the tools to do that. And so I think most people do, uh, they're, they're, the way they balk at that kind of digital transparency is because they understand that there is going to be an upper echelon who are able to say that they're being fully transparent and to not be fully transparent. It's what everyone's kind of seen over the last decade or so. Um, and it's definitely true of American society, perhaps even more than British society. I think there's a deep, deep sense over there um, that there is absolutely no transparency um, at the top and that people at the bottom are basically being laid bare um, constantly for their minor failings when those at the top are being let go for their incredibly major flaws. And then I suppose the other side of this um, conversation as well about about the digitization and the future of the way in which we kind of interact with our own money and the, the flow of money through society is, I suppose, how much it could be misused in the wrong hands. Here we talk about the covenant as a very utopian idea. And you, you've laid out some practical elements that could be put in place to begin that process. But we're talking, and you know, understandably, it's a kind of spiritual idea yeah. about a, an eventual society in which you do have a functioning covenant and people do live in a way that's sustainable. But we don't have any guarantee that the right people will be looking after those platforms and monitoring people's movement and, and all of that sort of stuff. So those are my two kind of uh, criticisms there, I suppose, that I lay. You raised the, the point that, that people are cynical because the elite always control the system and they use the information to, to brainwash, to trigger certain behaviours and to take away freedom of choice. But the answer is not, not to have the transparency. The answer is to make democracy work. Why can't we get everybody to vote on the thought in an instant with... Uh, social media. Of course you can, um, but we have to ensure that, that democracy works, and we haven't got democracy anywhere in the world. In America, we've got two parties that, that are very closely aligned, and the incestuous relationship between politics and um, and the markets is crazy, where, where you can actually buy legislation since this is in the United. It's, it's a crazy world that we live in. Democracy might even be as utopian as the covenant oh, no, no, the situation. De de democracy, is, it's not democratic. And, and the same is true in Europe, where, again, if you look at the, 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 the European Commission or, or the Central Bank, they're not accountable to anybody. Uh, and therefore, we have to focus on creating that accountability. And the technology can do it, but not in the hands of the few. So what we have to do, I think a big part, is let's focus on making democracy work. And, and that is using technology and not allowing the elites to control it. And that's why digital currency, uh, a central bank digital currency, not controlled by the central bank, but a, a transparent 
harnessed by the people. So this is the opportunity is now. We, we are facing crazy times now, and I am seeing it. I, I called the the collapse in in the banking system before it happened. We're not anywhere near. So this is massively uh, the start of the process. It's going to collapse. How do I know it's going to collapse? Because there's no way of kind of solving inflation and interest rates. They're both problematic. You can't resolve it. So it's going to collapse. And the problems are going to be worse, much worse than 2008. And therefore, we, we are presented in our lifetime with a once in a era opportunity to get it right. And if we have to start a conversation now about how we want to ensure the elite do not control us. Mm -hmm.